Hey guys, I'm Scotty McDowell. And I'm Gracie Strange. And welcome to episode five of Conspiracy Incorporated. <laughs> Sorry, I feel so awkward. Am I, I just, do, am, I, am I too loud? Am I good? Hello? Uh, am I good? I think you're good. I moved my microphone a little bit today towards me more, and I just, it feels like just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here now. Hey, Gracie. Hey, Scotty. Uh, we actually just had a little mishap in that we realized that we mislabeled our fourth episode on our podcast sites like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which you can find us on at Conspiracy Incorporated. Um, we mislabeled episode four as episode five. So that was why there was an emphasis on welcome to episode five. Gracie's the- being too kind. Um, there's no we in it. I'm the one in charge of uploading all that. She makes our fun descriptions and titles. That was my bad. I bad at math and numbers but we're fine we got it now this is episode five this is episode five i was looking to see if we had any reviews on podcasts which we do by the way thank y'all for our three five-star ratings is that true wow thank you that's very nice of you um and our episode titles went one two three five and i was like scotty (laughs) and shout out to our one listener from australia whoever you are you know who you are hello uh, you know reach out can- to us. Do you know any kangaroos? Hit us up on Instagram. I want to know who you are. I do too. Um, but anyway, so just a reminder, we are on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And you can also find us on Ram Radio via the TuneIn Radio app every Tuesday at 1130. We actually changed our time slot because we discovered that 30 minutes was just not enough time for us yeah, to talk. Yeah, we're talkers, me and Gracie, we learned. We just, we talk too much. And so our new time slot is from 1130 to 1230. So we may or may not go to an hour. Yeah, we don't, we're not going to get here every time. Like Gracie, we're, we added an hour, but we expect to probably go over 30 minutes most of the time. But you know, whatever happens, happens. That's well, really the way we're going to roll. We'll be flexible with it. Yeah. But... Just expect some slightly longer episodes from now yeah, on yeah. because we have more time to discuss things, you know, get off topic. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that is all of our, I think, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping, I like that. We do have some interesting updates from previous conspiracy we do. theories. We do. Uh, we, I feel bad for bringing up Birds Aren't Real every week we have a show. And they still haven't sponsored us. That's what I feel bad about. They still haven't talked to us at all. Doing. What's up with that? But regardless, they are still going through some major beef. Um, they've actually been posting this past week about something called Poultry Gate. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I've been waiting. They've been hyping it up for like maybe three weeks now. Like there were Poultry Gate coming soon. I was like, what is this? They did finally post they it. They did. No, they finally did. I was like, and now it's just funny. They were like, this is the biggest reveal ever. Like they were like, since we've been organization, this is it. I was yeah. like, okay, so what is it? And yeah, it was... It was funny. I mean, it was just a lot of, like, what, leaked emails, right? Yeah, supposed leaked emails. I I don't know, man. This just, it does not feel real. It feels very satirical. No, I agree. But at the same time, they also take it so seriously on their social media that I don't even know what to believe anymore. They get so mad if you say they're joking. So mad. They're like, how dare you? I mean, that's how this whole thing started. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think they named it after, like, the Watergate scandal because Watergate was, like, leaked phone calls and Mm -hmm. emails and stuff. So I think that's where they got the name Poultrygate just because it's birds so poultry i saw like one from like ted cruiser it was like right like we have to shut down this birds are real organization yeah so the emails emails were from ted cruz and then newsweek which is the news website that Mm -hmm. kind of like called out birds aren't real for being not real 
not real, uh, for being like satirical or sarcastic. Um, and so the emails were like Ted Cruz talking about hollowing out the Guadalupe yeah, Mountain yeah. to make bird drones. I just glanced over some of them. Um, so that was really strange. And then it was like him talking to Newsweek being like, y'all need to shut this down, make them seem fake. Yep, People can't yep. know the truth. And I don't know, man. It was just really weird. Birds are real are still wacky. But you know what? Still make great shirts and bucket hats. So that's okay. They do have really cute they bucket do. hats. I I really want one. Hey, Gracie, it's almost summer when you're lifeguarding. and treat yourself, okay? You know what? Spread Maybe the word. I will. I have a bucket hat. I kind of just want to get it embroidered. I like bucket hats. Bucket I'm going to wear a bucket hat all summer. I'm know? about to start lifeguarding, which I'm pumped for. But, um, yeah, bucket hats are a good preventative measure for scalp sunburns because those are not fun because then it looks like you have dandruff mm-hmm, when your mm-hmm. like scalp is peeling it's just nasty i learned yesterday that there's such thing as a button machine did you know that was a thing yeah it's oh, like a little button press it's like a circle and you just like stamp it down and then it like makes a button that's awesome it's pretty fancy oh wait guys we got stickers now we do have stickers so we're not sure how we're going to distribute these stickers yet but Y'all hit us up if you want one. We might sell them for like $2, something like that. We might give a couple away. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep an eye out. Keep an ear out for Amen. posts and episodes talking about it. Um, so what's our topic for today, Scotty? Well, this one was actually submitted to us, wasn't it? We're five minutes in. I guess we should finally get to it, huh, Gracie? Um, let me see. Let me. Okay, so wait, this one sent to us by Dakota Porras. Hey, Dakota Porras, thank you. Do you know what Dakota Porras is? I don't. I don't even, hey, but I just got them. a DM on our Instagram, and he said, hey, y'all should look into this. And I said, okay, bet. And this was actually so fun to research. Like, it was probably one of the most interesting yeah, ones yet. I, I really enjoyed it. So what are we talking about um, today? Today we're talking about uh, the Dyatlov Pass. Did I say that right? I think it's Dyatlov. Dyatlov Pass. Fifth time's a charm. It's okay. You know what? You know what I was thinking, though. Yeah. Look at that connection. It's named after someone that went missing mm-hmm. and then was later found dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Rest in peace. In the mountains of Russia. So, basically, this one was interesting. This one had so much information. Like, our outline is, like, six pages because there was just so much to talk yeah, about. this one's scary. Like, if you get scared easily, get, like, a blanket and, like, maybe, like, some coffee and, like, just, you know... Like, just buckle down, okay? I mean, yeah. After last week, like, we really kind of ventured out of the super light topics. Yeah. Now we're hitting, we're hitting the heavy ones. We were like, birds are real. Woohoo! The moon landing. Woo-hoo. And then people are dead. We really, esca- <laughs> really <laughs> escalated. Um, yeah, but Dyatlov Pass, also known as Devil's Pass. They actually made a movie about it. They did. It used to be called, like, the Dyatlov Pass incident, and then they renamed it, and the movie's called The Devil's Pass now. Oh. Um, so this is, like, big enough big enough that there's a movie. Mm-hmm. So that's kind mm-hmm. of, like, a big deal. It's been a mystery for, like, since it happened, which very, was in 1959. Very, very long time. Yeah. They, like, made an investigation, and then they closed it, and then I think, like, last year, yep, they reopened it. They reopened We actually get to that later. It's this is it's crazy. I like this one. This one was very very fun. All right. So, what happened? Are you, are you what happened? You asking me what happened? Yeah, what happened? Okay, well, what is Dyatlov Pass? This is from Wikipedia, the most trusted source on the internet. Very reliable. <laughs> very reliable. The Dyatlov Pass incident 
was an event in which nine Russian hikers died in the northern Ural Ural Ural. I think Ural. Ural, right? That sounds right. Mounted between February first and second in nineteen fifty nine. In uncertain circumstances, this was an experienced trekking group who were all from Euro Polytechnic uh, Euro Polytechnic Institute. They had established a camp on the slopes of Kola Silakil. Okay, guys, I'm going to say that right now. I'm not Russian, okay? I'm about to mispronounce every single thing I say today. And Gra- uh, Gracie's smart, so she may say everything right. I'm also not Russian. Gracie's not Russian either, though. We should have gotten Sterling in here. He has, he has a weird skill for Russian. Sterling? No, Russian? Hey, Sterling. He knows a little bit. Hey, Sterling, if you know Russian, hit us up. He doesn't listen, though. I guess Grace is your... We'll get to that. Really? Sterling, what? What? Uh, This is your girlfriend's... Okay, no, 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 we're good. We're good. We're bros with Sterling, but Sterling is not bros with the show. Sterling is not bros with us. This is a one-way bro street. I guess so. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, back to what we were saying. So, Kola Siakul, okay? That sounds right. If it's wrong, don't, you know, don't bully me. An area now named in honor of the group's leader. The group's leader was named Igor Dyatlov. All right, Gracie. Yeah, so, you know, it's called Dyatlov Pass because Igor Dyatlov, the leader of this group, was a leader. Yeah. During the night, something caused them to cut their t- cut their way out of their tent and flee the campsite while not being dressed at all for the outdoors. Keep in mind, okay, they're in Russia, guys, okay? Like, very, very cold. It was freezing temperatures out there. Negative degree. They walked out there without any of their clothes on their clothes was all nightly packed and they were just kind of in their barefoot too okay and it was in february so like yeah extra cold so we're already at the point like what is going on you know well we'll hear all this later but you know like what why why are they skipping their tents so early why are they not dressed all right the skiers the skiers all fled without their shoes and socks so grace what do you what do you think about that that's pretty crazy i mean like one i went camping this past december mm-hmm. And even when I was sleeping, I had on yep. all of my clothes, like extra layers of clothes because it was cold. It's cold. It was yeah. in like the 30s at night, but it wasn't snowing. And you were in Arkansas, right? Yeah, it's I was in Arkansas, we in not Russia. Russia. <laughs> and so it's one weird to me that they would like sleep without their clothes on. I guess they just had some really, really insulated tents or mm-hmm. something, which props to them for being able to do that. I mean, I guess they were all experienced, so it makes sense. And they're Russians. They're just True built that. different. Um, but it is really strange to me that they would like go outside without clothes on mm-hmm. in the middle of the night in the freezing cold weather. And like the thing is too, Gracie, like these were all like first of all, like college age students. I think Igor died at twenty three, is what I read. Yeah, they like, were these young. guys were experienced though. Like they had gone hiking multiple times, they had gone skiing multiple times. They weren't like you know, there's a couple of people who showed up on their first hiking trip, so like everything about what they did is just mysterious. It's like these guys, you know, know how to hike, they know how to survive in these conditions, so why do they do this stuff? But yes. also the fact that they were young is like it wasn't like they were they were in like peak physical condition mm-hmm. yep. to do this too. In yep. their prime, some would say. And so it's just really strange. So it says um, after the group's bodies were discovered, which I believe was a couple days after they went missing. Actually, I actually found another source. This is where we'll get to all this about theories about how maybe this was even like the government, you know, like the army who beat them. They didn't start their investigation until 10 days after. Yeah. So basically what happened is they said they were going to be back on like mm-hmm. a certain day. And then they weren't, but their families were kind of like, okay, yeah, like, it mm-hmm, makes sense. Mm-hmm. There could have been weather delays, yeah. something that happened. But, like, once they got to, like, a week out of when they said they were going to be back and they still weren't back, they were like, 
okay, no, like this is serious. Yeah. Like we need to, we need mm-hmm. to start looking at this. And so they found their bodies, and it was a really kind of sketchy situation. Very, very sketchy. So the Soviet authorities determined that six of them had died from hypothermia, while the other three had been killed by physical trauma. So it says one victim had major skull damage, two had severe chest trauma, and another had a small crack in the skull. Four of the bodies were found lying in running water in a creek, and three of them had soft tissue damage to the head and face. Two of the bodies were missing their eyes— one was missing its tongue, and one was missing its eyebrows. The investigation concluded that a, quote, compelling natural force had caused the deaths. What does that even mean, crazy? Like, that, that's crazy. After investigating, someone's missing eyes, someone's missing a tongue. They're just in their underwear. And then they're like, oh, a compelling... Like, it's just, they had no idea that's what also, happened. also, like, so specific, too. Like, your tongue's not just gonna, like, mm-hmm. yep. fly off. Yep. With something that happens, you know? It's like, one, why were they in the river? Like, why were some of them in the river and some of them weren't? And why on earth were they missing, like, eyes or tongues? Because those aren't things... Like, I could understand if it were, like, a finger or Mm -hmm, something. mm -hmm. Like, that makes sense because it's an appendage. It comes off off easy. But easier than, like, your tongue coming out. And so it's like, why were they... Like, what? And their eyebrows... Like, like just they, an eyebrow? If they all would have been just dead from hypothermia, right? It made sense. Like, oh, you know, they were in the snow. For some reason, they were dumped in the back of their clothes. But the fact that all these injuries, someone with a bastion in school, you know, like that, doesn't just happen. I mean, hypothermia, as I know, it doesn't cause eyes to go missing in bashed schools. But And some of the survivors' clothes had radiation, but only three pieces were radioactive. So why were there only three? And so it's like... I don't know. It's just really, it's a really strange situation. And, like, I looked it up, too. Um, the people whose clothes had radiation also worked in nuclear facilities. However, a lot of the trees and stuff, too, around Dyatlov's Pass also had radiation on them. Just, like, so it was just it, Exactly. So, like, it could have just been a very coincidence, coincidental, you know, that they're working in a factory. But, I mean, it's just, it's very sketch, all of this. Really, I mean, all of it. And, like, all of it is just, like, it's such a weird and unusual thing, right? Nine hikers in their prime go hiking. Experienced hikers go skiing, right? None of them make it back alive. And then all of them die in just unusual circumstances. They don't have their clothes with them. They just, it's crazy. And then the government's kind of just like, oh, yeah, it was a compelling natural mm-hmm, force. Mm-hmm. What, what? Are your, what are just your first thoughts, Chris, before we go on? What First thoughts, what are your thoughts? What it just seems this? really sketchy. Really sketchy. And also, um... What was I going to say? Oh, we kind of glossed over this a minute ago. I'm sure it'll come up later. But they slashed out of their tents. Yeah. Like, one, they didn't have clothes on. But two, they cut out of their tents from the inside. And so it's like, what on earth would have made them do that? And like, you're crazy, right? We have a lot more. We'll get into all this more in detail. This is kind of give you guys the rundown now. But just everything about this is very sketchy. Whenever you think something makes sense. Something immediately after is like, wait, what? And then it makes you, like, what's that? We'll get, we'll get to it. Okay. So then there's another little weird thing um, because they were like, oh, well, if they slashed out of their tents, they must have been like mm-hmm. in a hurry, right? Which is why they wouldn't mm-hmm. have clothes on. Like, that kind of makes sense to an extent. But then it's like they were looking at their footprints mm-hmm. and their footprints didn't look like they were running or like scared or anything. They were calm. Yeah. When the search party got there, they obviously, you know, saw all their footsteps that were still there. They, you know, obviously it's snow, right? It's very deep snow, so you can tell, you know, if you, you can just tell if you see, like, running footsteps. No, it was just regular footsteps, just walking. 
But so they were barefoot. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So why are you slashing out of a tent, right, in a hurry, just to just to chill, just to walk normally? Does that make sense to you? If I'm slashing out of a tent, I'm probably going to be running, right, Gracie? Aren't you too? Yeah, it it's just really strange. Like, the facts don't line up. No, so exactly. then we, like, continue on, and like we said earlier, they said that they would, um, like, the leader... Igor, Igor yeah. said that he was going to like touch base with his people back on February 12th. Mm-hmm. And so at first nobody was like worried about it when they didn't because it was like, okay, well, like they could have been delayed by weather. But by the 20th, they were like, okay, no, this is serious. Mm-hmm. What happened? And so it says they sent a search party of student volunteers and this guy, this I, guy hey, may, I don't know, may, may, Michael, maybe Michael Sheravin. So he was in the search party, mm-hmm. and so he says he was flown to the region by helicopter along with the other volunteers. They split into smaller groups and followed some ski tracks, which came to an end at the edge of the forest before climbing up the pass. So this is a quote from him. He says, we had gone about 500 meters when on the left I saw the tent. Part of the canvas was poking out, but the rest was covered in snow. And so it says he used an ice pick lying nearby to uncover the entrance. And then inside, they found a blanket and some, like, backpacks and stuff lined up neatly, a pile of boots in one corner. Like, all of their stuff was just normal. Nightly packed away, which is crazy. Why was everything packed away like that? They're in the middle of everything. Especially if they were, like, running. Exactly. Like, what? And then I even saw, too, like, no, it's just, they're, I just keep keep going. It's, it's, It's weird. It's wacky. Okay, so it says, like, there was some food in there, and it was sliced up as if they were getting ready to have supper or something and didn't have time. But then it's like, their step, like, their footsteps weren't hurried, but then they slashed out of their tent. Like, it just doesn't line up. It doesn't, right? If you are leaving barefoot, if you're slashing out of your tent, oh no, in my eyes, you're in a hurry, okay? Especially if you're in that type of weather. But then you're just leisurely walking. What on earth was going on? Yeah, so it says after he, like, figured out that the tent had been cut, like, slashed open from Mm -hmm. the inside with a knife, um, he was like, okay, well, that's really weird. Why would they be leaving in a hurry Mm -hmm. like that? Especially if all of their other stuff was, like, orderly. Because you'd think they would be trying to, like, grab their stuff if they were leaving in a hurry. Um, But then it says he came across something even stranger. Just outside the tent, he saw frozen footprints made by eight or nine people who were wearing socks, a single boot, or were barefoot. The tracks continued for five to ten meters, and then they disappeared. And they don't know why. And then they were wondering, it says, why they would leave their shelter half-dressed in at least 20 degrees Celsius weather. uh, This was the middle of the night, too. You know, obviously, that's science. At nighttime, it gets colder, you know, because there's no sun. And, yeah, why would they leave without any of their stuff? Like, really makes no sense at all. It's just really strange. Which, like, the half boot or socks kind of, like, alludes to maybe they were running. Like, they Mm -hmm. were in a hurry trying to put their clothes on. But then why weren't there more pieces of clothing outside? You know? Like, if they had one boot on, why wouldn't the other one be nearby? I totally agree. Why do the footsteps stop? It's All of it makes no sense. And, again, to this day, people still have no idea. So, some theories about what happened were animal attacks, hypothermia, which would explain why mm-hmm, they took their clothes mm-hmm. off because in the last yeah. stages of hypothermia, you like feel really warm, which you're not. Obviously. That's whenever you're dying though, right? Like yeah. that's whenever you're well, like about to yeah. die when it gets to that point. Um, it says catabatic winds, infra- infrasound induced panic, military involvement, or 
the Yeti. Those are kind of some of the theories. But it's just really strange. Let's just go through each one, Gracie, and see if it makes any sense. Let's, okay, let's just animal attacks. Does it make sense? Maybe if you're missing the eyes and the tongue? Yes. But why was there no blood? Why was there no Why was there no blood? Why, why was there no blood? Why were they not running? Why did running? their footprints just disappear? Why, why are there no signs of them why like, were they being not dragged? Running? And then hypothermia. I guess. Uh, I mean, yes, it does. If it, you, But that doesn't explain the bash school or any of that. The eyes. It doesn't. Catabatic. Well, I guess it just means really, really bad ones. I don't I mess with that one. I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really know about that one. Um, infrasound-induced panic. What? This is talking about is I was we'll get to it again later. Kind of like how they think maybe the military may have been involved. Maybe they got injected with something and they went mad. But we'll get more of that later. And the military involvement, Another which one. we'll also we'll come back to. And, and then the yeti. The yeti. The yeti, though. So you know, obviously, it's still like a big you know kind of like folk talking kind of like you know like Nessie or Bigfoot over there. I was looking at they kept journals of everything and like photos. The skiers actually made jokes about the yeti. They were like, "Oh man, hope the yeti doesn't get us or something." Kind of, you know, as a thing, like, you know, they didn't believe it. But then why would there be no, like, other big footprints or something? No, yeah, ex- exactly. That's why I'm going to, even though it's a fun one, we'll probably talk about, you know, we'll probably talk about the Yeti, the Loch Ness Monster, and Bigfoot probably combined in an episode because I think we could just combine them. But I just, I don't think the Yeti was involved in this. Yeah, so then um, they, like, closed the investigation. They mm-hmm. said it was, like, a strange natural circumstance that caused their deaths. Um, but then Russia apparently is, like, really big on conspiracy theories, like they very big like that's just part of their Mm -hmm. culture and so they like talked about it for years and so in 2019 russia opened another investigation to like re like look at it again and like reevaluate what their initial conclusions were and so they presented this like conclusion in july of 2020 that an avalanche had led to their deaths um so it had been forced like they had to leave their camp really fast and low visibility mm-hmm. with inadequate clothing and had died of hypothermia um it says that the deputy head of the regional prosecutor's office said it was a heroic struggle there was no panic but they had no chance to save themselves under the circumstances um and then a study led by some scientists published this year in 2021 i just think it's crazy that they're still talking yeah, about I mean, this yeah i mean it's it awesome. happened like 60 years mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm. and they're still like discussing it um so they said it was a slab avalanche which is an avalanche that occurs when a slab of snow near the surface breaks away from a deeper layer of snow and it slides downhill in blocky chunks and guys a slab avalanche what i was reading is extremely extremely rare you know obviously not impossible all right so so they were okay everyone's like okay you know that makes sense we finally found a solution yay but then they did more investigating because a lot of people kind of like said people in russia are very big conspiracies and a lot of people just decided that's not good enough they did more looking into it and they decided um no that we don't think that's the case and we have some reasons why we don't think why slab avalanche we should put a case against it so first and foremost there was no sign of an avalanche when the rescuers arrived at the campus 26 days after the hikers went missing so they got there and there were just no sign right there was no sign of there being anything like that happening second the slope where the hikers built their camp in an incline of less than 30 degrees which is typically considered the minimum angle for an avalanche to occur so i guess what this is saying is like they were where they set up their tent is a place where it was very very unlikely or just just where an avalanche wouldn't happen which they probably planned because again like we were saying these guys were experienced okay these hikers knew what they were doing um 
Third, there's evidence that the hikers fled their tents in the middle of the night, meaning that the avalanche was triggered af- hours after the highest risk event when the hikers built their camp. A process that involved cutting to the face of the slope to create a flat surface below their tent and a sheer wall of snow next to it. And finally, some of, this is obviously the big one. Some of the hikers have sustained head and chest injuries that avalanches just do not cause, such as the missing eyes, tongues, etc. Yeah, so like basically, if an avalanche had been what caused their deaths, it likely would have happened when they were building mm-hmm. camp. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't have already had like boots lined up neatly in the corner food cut out on like in their tent like that would not have happened at all if an avalanche had occurred because the highest risk would be when they were making camp and so just the fact that it was like one a really low risk area for avalanches because the slope wasn't very high and then two that it didn't even happen at the highest risk time it was like in the middle of the night it's just like i don't feel like Mm -hmm. that's what really happened even though that's what the government says happened and then you know, you look at pictures, too. I don't know if you saw any pictures of this, Gracie. But you can see, like, the tent stuff is, has a lot of snow in it, too. But, you know, obviously, it's Russia. It's probably a blizzard. Speaking of blizzards, do you like blizzards, for, like, from Dairy Queen, Gracie? Pretty good. You do? Which one do you like? I don't, because I'm not a big ice cream person. I like Oreo ones. Like Oreo um, ones? I do prefer the McFlurry from McDonald's, though. McFlurry. Is that, like, just an ice cream? It's or is that... the same thing as a blizzard, but from McDonald's. Like, oh. literally the exact same thing. I don't think I've ever had a McFlurry. It's better. I like I like McDonald's ice cream better. Is it, does so. McDonald's also flip upside down for you? They're like, watch this, they check don't. it. Can no. they? Can you request it? Um, I don't know because the way the lid is, I don't think it would work. Oh, would it not? Yeah, it's a shame. Hey, Jerry, when you're out there, shout out to you and your blizzard flipping techniques. I don't like them, but it's impressive. People do. It is impressive. Are the Dairy Queen? You do make good chicken strips, though. So good job. You know, good job they on that. They do have that. Yeah. You know, amen. Um, or like the dipped cones. I like the dipped cones. I do too. I don't like chocolate, the, like, so I take the cone chocolate. off. But <laughs> Scotty, <laughs> yeah, um, it's fine though. It's fine. All right. Sorry about getting out. Just you know, blizzard. Anyway, blizzards. <laughs> so right, but there was no trace of an avalanche. So I don't think the avalanche happened, Gracie. That's my opinion. It does seem really sketchy. I just want to know how they came to that conclusion. Like, how did they just be like, oh yeah, it was an avalanche when there is no evidence of an avalanche anywhere? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what? That just it just doesn't line up. We're about to hit now, guys, the one where this is really a big one where people think maybe these were the government or the army that killed them. Yeah. So like we were saying earlier, um, Russian people, apparently, I mean, obviously, I've never been to Russia, but Mm -hmm. according to this one article that we found, like it's a big thing in their culture, like conspiracy theories are a big deal. And so um, this is something that they like really they really like they really enjoy discussing and like thinking about um in fact throw back to a couple episodes ago 57 percent of russian people believe that the apollo moon landings were faked which makes sense because you know they're russian they're like hey america's not better than us but you know what that means gracie do you know what that number means which i thought about russia's dumb does that mean to say hey russia if you're listening to this you're cool but you're dumb then again, that we don't know. Me and Grace were talking about it. Maybe the moon landing was fake. Weren't they the first country to like send something into space, though? Yes, Gracie. Russia sent Sputnik into space, which is a satellite, and America sent a monkey to space, which is named Ham. His name is Ham. His name. That's right, guys. I did some studying, and I know now. And <laughs> more research. Remember, we were judging NASA for their stupid Sputnik name. We were. Russia sent Sputnik, and in Russia, Sputnik probably means something. Probably. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm in America. You know, spud means potato. Shout out to potatoes. Anyway, though, there's something you can do with potato grease. You know that? You can fry potato. You can make it do a French fry. They're you can probably just the most versatile food ever. Isn't it crazy? You know what? The potatoes aren't good for you. Have you ever tried uh, a sweet potato? I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't potatoes. either. I don't either. But it's just crazy. How do you... I don't know. I'm getting off track. It's just... I'm just anyway, not a fan. Russia. Sorry about that. But yeah, 57% of Russia doesn't believe in it. But it's okay because we don't believe in Russia either. So it's fine. So it says that many people today still believe that something was hidden behind the black and white photographs of the Dial of Expedition. So obviously, like, this was in 1959. Mm-hmm. It was... I mean... Camera qualities probably weren't that great. If I have the guess now, probably to have an Instagram. But we did have yet. pictures, and so they were saying they're like something was hidden back mm-hmm, there. Like there mm-hmm. was something else going on that we don't know about that they're trying to hide from us. True, kind of like with the moon landing. Remember that sea we were talking about? Whenever it got developed, you're still lying to us, NASA. Hit us up, by the way. In the we are boots. Onto you. And yeah, that one's still crazy. I don't know how I didn't notice that. What the heck? How do you like? You know what my thing is too. If you're gonna lie. Especially a lie that big. At least do it well. Do a good lie. Especially if you can do a lie that major, right? It's not even that hard to lie, okay? What I would do is get some boots, okay? Turn the camera off. Make some footprints, okay? With these boots, okay? And then, or, or you know, it's just, it's stupid, okay? Because you're, every, I, do I still believe in the moon landing? Yes. But that Neil Armstrong thing, that, that outfit did not make those footprints, okay? That was, that was probably, maybe the monkey, maybe the, did the monkey go to space? Did the monkey go I to the moon? I don't think the monkey went to the moon. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, Ham. Um, also, I don't know if you just noticed that, but when you were talking about that, our lights just like yeah, no, flickered. I noticed the same thing. Um, let's make sure we're still recording. We're probably still recording. I think we're good, but that was really strange. Gracie, isn't it the weird? The government is on to us. That, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Guys, if we get shot down, um, remember us, okay? Okay, so just some, I'm trying to find some little interesting some tidbits we have a lot of information on this outline but i'm trying to find stuff we haven't already Mm -hmm. talked Mm -hmm. about okay so searchers found their tracks along a frozen river and upon reaching dead mountain which is what they call the mountain that the hikers Mm -hmm. were like camping on which is also just kind of interesting name if you see a mountain that's named dead mountain are you gonna climb that crazy uh probably not no i'm turning it back around i'm gonna go back to my home where there's my blanket i mean i feel like there's a reason it was called dead mountain do you think they made it named dead mountain or was it named dead mountain before i think it was named dead mountain before that in that case i think we solved the case and they were dumb don't go to a mountain called death mountain i don't go on okay so as we were saying earlier like all of their like their tent was kind of half collapsed and there was like snow and stuff on it which is understandable because blizzards and like flurries and stuff um, so their food and like clothes were laid out as if they'd been about to cook. And then nine pairs of boots stood along one wall, but the tent appeared to have been slashed but outside from within. Here's a weird thing too, Gracie, right? All the stuff out there supposed to cook food. Their stove, right? Obviously their little pack away stove wasn't even ever unpacked. They were been there a few days. Their stove was still packed away. It's just so strange. Like, what? Why? Really, really strange. So then when they found the bodies, this is more about like this is where it gets a little bit mm-hmm. gruesome. So mm-hmm. if y'all are sensitive, uh, you may want to... Don't worry. Me and Grace will protect you, okay? With our soothing voices. Soothing voices. Of course. Okay, so it says that they were in the forest below where the campsite was. They found two bodies under a cedar tree lying next to the remains of a fire. 
Um, which is strange because why were they setting a fire? Like they didn't have clothes on. So like, why would they have time to make a fire and not have time to put clothes no, on? No, yeah, that's the thing. Even it was found too that a lot of them, like the bodies next to that fire, it looked like as if their socks had burned off, which tells you they probably tried sticking their foot in the fire and it burned. That's like how desperate they were. They were so cold. Yeah. So the weather had been down to negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit the night they disappeared and they were the pair that they found under the tree were only wearing long underwear fragments of human skin on the tree revealed that they had broken off branches the bodies of dyatlov and two others also without shoes and coats were found several hundred feet away um and then it says it wasn't until the snow began to thaw two months later that the remaining four bodies were found two had broken ribs and one skull had been partially crushed um, it says the skull injury matches the butt of a rifle as if someone had bashed the, his head. An autopsy revealed that these people had trauma similar to being hit with a car. Now, Gracie, I'm no what? scientist, okay? But. That is not an avalanche. A car, right? Cars go zoom, zoom, right? They're pretty quick, in my opinion, okay? In my professional opinion. Yeah, if you get. Exactly, right? First of all, let's get one thing out of the way. That's not hypothermia, all right? Hypothermia is not hitting you with the speed of a car, all right? There's only two explanations, okay? People did this or the Yeti. <laughs> but then it's like, why did they have time to light a fire? It, it, it's, I just, it's the fire just, really gets me. It's all just insane. It is, it's, it's spooky. It really is. Okay, so it says the inquiry carried out in 1959. So when they like did the initial kind of research on it, trying to figure out what happened, it says it left many questions unresolved. Why did the skiers flee the tent to certain death in the wind and snow? What caused the blunt force traumas? Why did an analysis find elevated levels of radioactivity on two of the victims' clothing? These questions were all beyond the purview of the official investigators, who, while baffled, concluded that there had been no foul play and that the students were killed by an elemental force that the tourists were not able to overcome. The case was closed and the findings archived as secret, as was routine in the Soviet Union at the time. Just how unsettling is that, Gracie? Imagine, Why did they call them tourists? You know, I, I, ow, I don't know. I, I don't know. They were like experienced they skiers. Were, they were. In their prime, these guys knew what they were doing. They were just having a good time. It's just, but just, what is it called? An, what is it? Unsettling force? Is that what it said? Uh, elemental force. Like, just imagine someone dies today, right? Something happens, and the government comes out with the autopsy. Like, oh, you know, it was just elemental force. What does that mean? Like, I don't know, some rock fell from the sky and bashed in the guy's That's skull. Crazy. And then he, Like, it just doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. And then also, okay, so there have been a lot of theories about this. As we said, the Russian people like their conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of them that they said have, there was, like, poisoned alcohol or the descendants of ancient Aryans, or a variety of fantastical weapons like a vacuum bomb were responsible. Um, And then it says the fact that the deputy engineer of the Chernobyl nuclear power plant had the same surname as Igor Dyatlov raised suspicions of some connections to that disaster. Several theories hold that the Dyatlov group included a KGB or CIA agent. What? Wow. I guess I must have actually read over this one. That one's wild. I was, like, reading oh over gosh. this and putting it in our outline, and I was just adding comments on the yeah. stuff I was putting in there, like, what is going on? Yeah, no, I know, I saw them, but your comments are further from the regrace, you know, it's like I'm reading it with you. You're, I like the way your mind thinks, I'm trying to say, okay, you got a fun mind, 
All right, keep it up. I feel like this is this is too heavy of a topic for us to even go off topic today. Like, there's no, just so I much totally to agree. Here. Like, we have done pretty good today, haven't we? We have. Um, no, yeah, though. Yeah, this is this next one is really where like it starts getting dark. Like in terms of like I don't know, I guess even those close. Wait, am I the, yeah, even yeah. close to the tragedy, have blamed the deaths on a nefarious plot. Yuri Yudin, a student who briefly accompanied the group before turning back due to illness, said before his death, he believed his friends saw something they shouldn't have seen and were forced at gunpoint to fabricate a scene confessed and get investigators that left to die. And then this reporter from The Atlantic, which is where this article mm-hmm. is from, mm-hmm. talked to this guy, um, talked to Yuri, who attended the students' funerals as a boy and has si- since become an oft-quoted researcher and the head of the Dial of Memorial Fund. Um, so this reporter was kind of hoping for, like, this good, like, analysis, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. explanation to what they think happened um, when he asked him this question. And so he did not get that. And so Yuri said um, he argued that the students had been asked by a Western agent named the Mole to photograph a secret missile test. And after doing so, they were murdered by drunken convicts guarding the pass. Then they moved the tent 1.5 kilometers to an impractical place. That was done by a mop-up team of soldiers. They had several helicopters. And it says he told him, told the reporter matter-of-factly. Like, he, there was no kind of, like, obviously something was, like, something fishy was going here's on here. where this one, it could be wrong, but this is where I maybe try sensing things, making sense of things, okay? So... A theory is that maybe they saw a missile, right? A missile launching, you know, which I guess they weren't meant to see, okay? No one probably thought these hikers would be out there. So they saw them, like, oh my god, we put these people down. They saw something they are supposed to see. Maybe they were in their tent, okay? They saw a big bright light in the sky. They were like, oh my gosh, we want to see that. That's why they got out of the tent so quickly because they just wanted to see what on earth was going on. But why would they slash no, out of it, it still? It makes no sense. But I don't think maybe, you know, they're like, what is that? And that, that's why they got out so quickly. But it just, it still makes no sense though. it's a really trippy thing mm-hmm. so then um Dyatlov's sister um had heard like a bunch of theories and could only repeat what her parents had told her at the time of her brother's disappearance and death uh this is a quote from her she said they were sure that the military was somehow involved and then it says what makes us more suspicious is that the soviet government kept the story out of the paper cops tore down flyers around the campus that the students attended about their funerals like, why were they doing this? Yeah. And they didn't launch a search party until 10 days after the hikers were reported missing. So it's not just, like, there was, like, a period of time that they mm-hmm. were missing and mm-hmm. their family hadn't done anything. But 10 days after their family no, yeah, said their something. their family said something. And the, then the, government, the government still was like, oh, we're going to, as if they're trying to hide something, right? That's really why sketchy. Why are you tearing, like I even said, people didn't, they were dating, they didn't want people at the funeral. They wanted to keep this as hush-hush as possible, I which mean, is why, if they had nothing to do with it if it's just you know people dying due to unnatural things why do they care if it gets out or not what are they trying to hide yeah just the fact that nine people died and mm-hmm. they were trying to not even like mm-hmm. put it in the news it wasn't even in the paper in the russian paper like what this huge thing right which is one of the biggest conspiracies ever wasn't even in like in the local paper or i guess the russian paper it's just really it's really sketchy man i just it's a weird hey, one russian government if you're hearing us out hit us up but why you're so whack. But don't kill us, though. 
Actually, I don't know. I don't know what's happened in the past year, but when I was doing debate my senior year of high school, um, we had a lot of cases that had to do with Russia. And did you know that sometime at the beginning of last year, like January, February, the entire Russian government, excluding Putin, resigned from office? Really? And so Putin was like the only guy in the Russian government. Dude, Putin's a cool guy, though. Is he a good guy? I don't know. Probably not. But he's a cool guy, okay? That's just a fun name. Isn't it Putin? I told you. I Even though it's fake, there was that bird that saluted him. Maybe it wasn't fake. Maybe they make us think it's right. It was the drones. It was the drones. Hey, Putin, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. We don't know Russian, but maybe we can get one day a translator to translate this for us. You can listen to us. Thank you. I bet he speaks English. I'm about to ask a really, really dumb question. I'm going to say, how does an Australian understand us? But they speak English. Australians is English, aren't they? With their cool accents. That's my... <laughs> We're good. Hey, thank you, Australia, for your cool accents. And thank you, koalas. Okay, let's go on, Gracie. So, yes, though. So... Maybe that's what it maybe they saw something supposed to see, so people were like, Hey, we gotta put these people down, okay? But there were no footsteps found. Exactly. There were no outsider footsteps. Only the campers' footsteps were found. So guys, do you see what I mean by this? Every time we think we're on okay, it's like, oh, it was hypothermia, it was an avalanche. There's always something immediately after, right, that basically like, Nope, that's that couldn't have happened or like it's just, it's wild. It's like everything contradicts itself. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you think one thing makes sense, but then there's like another part of it that just like says, like excludes that from being a possibility. It's just really strange. So some common theories are aliens or like UFOs. They came in like, I don't know what they did. Killed them somehow because I don't know. But then it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Right, right. Um, but some of the final pictures on the hikers' cameras show strange lights in the sky, and there have been un- like reports of these light sightings by other people in the area. So that kind of like it makes a little bit of sense, mm-hmm. but not really. No, it's just like I don't know. That's why another one where people think maybe it was a missile instead. You know, maybe they took a picture of a missile. Again, yeah. me and Grace, we're gonna we keep talking about this. We're gonna do another episode about aliens. Every single picture we find is probably going to have aliens involved somehow. People love aliens. And we can just easily do a whole hour about aliens, though, okay? So we'll get to that soon. Um, and then it says, like, maybe they thought they saw aliens, and instead they saw something they shouldn't have mm-hmm. seen, and so someone forced them to be injected with something that drove them mad. But if they were driven mad, why would they be making a fire? Like, why would they not be running? Why? Like, it just doesn't, none of it makes sense. No, it's crazy. It's another, it's another one kind of like the Bermuda Triangle where there's not like a clear cut answer on what happened. We no. just don't know. It's not. And oh, I guess I forgot that. I don't, I thought I was on there somewhere. Another weird part about it too is that on a, some of the trees, they found like human skin, right? Like as if you were trying to climb a tree. Okay. So obviously, you know, they're pointed branches or they scratch you, but you know, it's cold. So they're trying to climb frantically. What were they trying to get away from? It's always at some point they were scared of something. And they were trying to get away. What? Like, it's just, was it an animal? Was it a Yeti? What was it? It's just a really strange situation. It's really interesting to think about. This one was really fun to, like, research, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. look into. Um, so thank you, Dakota, for giving us hey, this thanks, great Dakota. idea Polaris. or theory. Because this one was a lot of fun to, like, research. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had an explanation for it but the vast majority of the internet says that there isn't an explanation like people think there's foul play people think it was an avalanche Mm -hmm. people think it was aliens like they're just all over the place and there's nothing like nothing that points 
to worry, an actual guys. explanation this of what happened. This is where me and Grazy come in, though, because we're going to figure out what happened. We're actually booked a flight to Russia tonight. And we're going to find out what happened because, gosh dang it, we made the show for a reason. Right, Gracie? We did. Um, yeah, so if y'all have any ideas, like, let us know what you think. Tell us what your crazy theories on the Dial of Pass incident are. I totally agree. Um, well, Gracie, any last thoughts about everything? Do you want to even try making sense of anything? Like, of all the theories we've said, let's try this. What's the one you believe in the most? Um... Honestly, I have no idea. None right. of them make any sense. No. Like, there's just one part about there's all of them that just mean, like, nope, they couldn't be that. Too many contradictions, right? There's too many. I just, like, why weren't they running if they were slashing out of their tent? Why didn't they have clothes on? Why were they making a fire but not going back to their tent for clothes? I didn't even mention that. Another thing, too, about them not having their clothes, okay? The way they found the bodies positioned, it was as if someone had taken their clothes off. Which means... Maybe there's some crazy person. Or another theory is that maybe, you know, when the first people died, these other survivors were so desperate, right? So they tried getting more clothes. But I mean, none just... of them had clothes on. Exactly. This is, it's wild. Hey, Dialogue Pass, if you're out there, Igor, if you're up there in heaven, hit us up. What Tell happened us to what you, happened, man? man? Dude, I'm, 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 I'm a curious cat. It's just really strange. Um, yeah, but y'all should definitely. If y'all have any more conspiracies like this, hit us up because we this like was these, so fun. We like to, these scary ones. It's really fun to research just to like look into and see what people think. Um, tell us your thoughts. Tell us what you want to hear next. And I mean, I don't think we have much else to really talk um, about. Do we know what we're doing next week yet, Gracie? Did we talk about it? Do we know what we're doing next week? I guess not. I don't. Hey, what are we, we going to do? Let's, let's figure it out. Tell us what you want to hear. What do you want to hear next week? Maybe we'll talk we'll about make, mermaids. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about mermaids. We'll make a poll. We'll figure yeah. it out. We're fun. We got it. All right, though. So, yeah, shout out to you, Russia. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And I think that's really it for me and Gracie today. Um, sorry, once again, it's two weeks in a row. We have no idea what happened. That's our bad. But we'll get back to it. Is it our bad or is it the conspiracy's bad? That's the cons- Hey, I like the way you think, Gracie. Seriously, I mean, though. we did the best we could with the research. We did so much research. Me and Gracie. This is a really strange one. I really enjoyed looking into this. This, this might be my favorite one to research. Like, I just sat yesterday morning at Buttercup and was just, like, Googling stuff. And, like, I was copy-pasting stuff, like, frantically mm-hmm. into this document. Gracie was texting me all day yesterday. She was like, I'm just in a conspiracy mood today. She was looking <laughs> up otherwise stuff. It was like, good for you, Gray. I'm glad to see that you're having a hoot. Yeah. Keep- so all of our information, we found stuff from Wikipedia, which is just like the dial of past incident. Which is the Bible of research. Oh my goodness. What happened? Also, the Atlantic article that we were talking about earlier, the title of that article is The Russian Conspiracy That Won't Die. Which really? I just think is That's really fun. interesting. I didn't know that. Like, it's been going on for 60 plus so years. So long. And like we said again, that's, they reopened the case in 2019. So they actually originally closed it, but... They were like, you know what? This still doesn't make sense. So let's open it again. And then they came up with another explanation that doesn't make any sense. So maybe sometime later in our lifetime, they will reopen it and figure out what happened. But it's just pretty wild, man. Is it still open right now? Do you know? Or is it closed again, the case? Um, I think they closed it because they, they said it again? was an avalanche. Oh, that's right. But then we've obviously just proven that. Hey, you know what? Oh, reopen it. You cowards. We demand answers. I'd like to say right now, if you're Russian, I don't think you're dumb. Okay. I'm sorry for what I said earlier. That was mean, okay? He's had time to reflect. I had time to reflect, but if you think that the we America didn't land the moon first, you're wrong. Okay. I think you're wrong. Oh no. I I don't know, honestly. It, my mind my head hurts. There's a lot of words on the world, Grace, okay? 
that's pretty crazy but um yeah so y'all let us know what you think uh shoot us some more conspiracies mm-hmm. if you want to mm-hmm. hear about anything thanks dakota for this one Thank this you. one was super fun i really enjoyed talking about it good. researching it just thinking about stuff it was it was good it's so entertaining but i don't think we have anything no, else to share one more thing gracie actually okay there was some beef the other day with some of my friends about us calling nick jonas best the best jonas brother what on earth a lot of guys were saying well you know people i'm not gonna say who but that the joe was the goat because he's no. the one who dated i just don't think it's true at all i disagree that's just I just it's the curly that hair it's the curly hair it's the voice um speaking of nick jonas i like you but why do you replace adam levine on the voice i don't even watch a voice anymore because of that because i Adam Did levine, he really yeah it makes me so sad did you see that ariana grande is about to be a judge on are the you voice? serious yeah ariana grande if you're listening to us hit us up tell us your favorite conspiracy tell theory ariana your favorite victorious moment <laughs> but right. well, um, guys, i think you, yeah is it my turn to say it i think so all right guys we will see y'all next week you just got conspiracy have a good one thank you oh wait no <laughs> all right see you guys